was as if he'd kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Kia and good and Orvin from Today Radio, Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, Miel Maka across the, across the um, what do we call this, the desk, Scott Brown. Doesn't really matter, 24th of May, does it? It's show 100, buddy. New show 100. And I tell you what. 100. If, you've got this, like... if you have got this on your uh, radio, forget about it. Go and make sure that you tune, uh, push the button um, video and you will see Scott Brown dressed up like you have never seen him before. Mate, I look like an absolute monster in this, don't you I? Do. Look at me in the video. Look at that. I'm not even, I, haven't even, I haven't really been to the gym in the last couple of weeks either. I mean, even Leah Thomas would be petrified if she saw... Uh... Oh, controversial. Controversial. <laughs> if she saw that. Um, but, uh, gee, where's show 100, Scott? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah you too, mate. What, what do they do when they do 100? Hey, they give us a handshake, don't yeah. they? There we go. A bit more yeah. than that. We did the cricket one with the bat in the air. Yeah, that's right. This show's going to go for a different bit of a spin this evening. Actually, you've obviously got your normal host in myself and Nathan, but we're privileged, I guess, to be joined by uh, Julian Hanks and Flavio Giannotte. So uh, does, former, this, does that mean, mean the it's at the, um, what's it, the, the Jules and Flav show, is it? Yeah. yeah. Welcome in, boys. Hello, welcome. Oh. The, Hi. the Juff show. The Juff? Should we, should we say welcome in uh, Nathan and Scott, because it's the 100th show, so... <laughs> Yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for let's it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. So, um, yeah, 100 shows. 100 shows. Did 24th of May. Make it? Yeah, we'll just do the quick intro. Um, as I said, this show's going to take a bit of a different spin. We'll obviously have Flavio and Julia leading us, um, and they'll be taking a lead on this. So I'm interested to see um, what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, I've been given um, some attire to wear this evening, which I've got no problem. The goggles are quite tight, so I'm just wondering if... Your eyeballs are going to pop out. Yeah, yeah. We'll see afterwards. Um, as always, we'll uh, we'll start off with a bit of sport and history in the world today. You can get involved in the show on WhatsApp six two one five two five thousand. We would love to hear from you. And no, I will not turn off the video feed. Julien, give me uh, twenty <laughs> twenty one seconds about yourself. Go. And Flavio, good that you look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you, still got, <laughs> you still got fifteen seconds. <laughs> okay, Flavio, you're not the Luxembourgish fencer, top hundred on the world. I Hi fence Epe. Not sable, not foil. Um, that's basically it. How, uh, much, trying... you ben- how much do you bench press? Um, <laughs> 80. Yeah. Come on. Julian, 21 seconds about yourself. Go. Uh, hi, my name is Julian Hanks. I'm a swimmer. Um, I'm part of the Luxembourg Army. Uh, I love to drum uh, in my free time. Um, I love uh, motorcycling. Um, how much do you bench press? 110. Oh, it's not bad. Pew! How much do you? Huh? How much do you bench press? Back in the day. No, no. No! <laughs> Back in the Can day. One, 120? Doing 10 push ups? Easy. Easy. One handed? Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your max, Scott? Back in the day? Yeah. 145 is the most I threw up. Wow. And what about two day? <sighs> yeah, I think I get 120 up. 
125. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Okay. I'll have to go and try it now in this outfit. Um, and you, yeah. Nathan? Nathan doesn't know this fella, bench press you speak of. He's not familiar with him. Um, as always, we start off with uh, sport in the history uh, in the world today. 1926, Finnish runner Pavo Numri set a world record for 3,000 metres, 8 minutes, 25 seconds in Berlin, Germany. The Flying Finn, they called him. The men's world record is currently 7 minutes and 20 seconds by Daniel Komen of Kenya in 1996. That's some going. Some going, yep. Well, now, we talk about this guy every almost every week. In 1930, but he was 21 years old at the time, Australian cricket master Don Bradman scored 252 not out in a tour match for Australia versus Surrey at Kensington Oval in London. Now, of course, every time we look at sport in the world and the history today, it's Donald Bradman, Babe Ruth is on there, uh, Michael Jordan is on. It's always the same ones, breaking records, breaking records, breaking records. That's why they're there at that's the end of the day. Let's, let's cut through the other ones quickly and just get Onto whose birthday it is 1966, none other than Eric Cantona. Obviously, legend, absolute legend for that. You, you must have seen the infamous uh, uh, kung fu kick where basically got sent off playing against Crystal Palace, I think it was. Yeah, and uh, basically 90, 95. 90, was it not 90, 95? 95, 95, yeah. Um, and one of, the, one of the fans was giving him hand gestures, shall we say, and he <laughs> took a took a disliking to this and proceeded to dive over the um, over the advertising hoarding and kung, kung fu kick him and then throw a few rusty ones as well afterwards just to finish him off. It's he a good video. A, Get on YouTube. He became he a beca- legend for it. it. Like, well, he became a legend for that, but also at Manchester United as a player. He was a phenomenal player. Yeah. Talented, genius, unpredictable, charismatic, enigmatic, can't even say that word, captivating. He had an aura. I think that's probably the best way to presence. This is the yeah. presence. That was probably the best way to describe him. Well, he, he also had a film about it. Was it Eric and Me, or uh, was it? it what was his documentary? I think it was Eric and Me. Could anyway, be, he was born me. this day, 1966, in Marseille. Well, actually, we were talking about it the other day, but you can imagine if you get sent from the field, you know, in the changing room afterwards, the 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 coach is probably gonna make a you know go go angry about you, especially someone like Alex Ferguson. Um, but apparently when he got sent off and they were in the changing room afterwards, all Ferguson said was like, yeah, you can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. There was no, but he, no but he can't food him over the, over, the, um, over the advertising boards. Yeah, watch a video, it's class. Well, well I shouldn't say Now, there class. is just one thing I don't want to jump on. It's a, this is a little bit of a, 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 a sad one, but on this day in 1964, there was the panic in Lima, Peru, the soccer stadium. It's the world's worst stadium disaster when 300 people were, were killed. Well, that's, one, that's one way to lower the tone. No, it is not. <laughs> on the hundred, but you know that I like my stories. I'm going to bring a little bit more on 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 that next week because um, there's a lot that they still don't know what happened. So a little bit of hush hush. Very interesting. Way back in well, gents, that is our intro, and that is basically the end of us taking the lead this evening. So, gents, wait, you forgot one. Birthday of today. Birthday of the day. Oh, oh birthday! birthday! The bomb thrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Bob. If you're listening in. Which one? Yeah. There's two of them, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. The big one. The big one. Yeah, yeah, but, but the big one, he, but he throws the, the bomb thrower. Yeah. yeah. Built like a brick uh, a toilet house. Yeah. We haven't, yeah. He hasn't been on... No, no, I was in comms with him, but he lives in... I think he lives in Mannheim, doesn't he? He lives in Germany. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of a back and forth. If I can stay on, Bob, will, will Bob be with you both next week in... You, are you in small No, he's the week after. You're the week after? Julian's there next week. Uh, I'm not sure who comes from the athletic team. I think he will be there. Possibly, yeah. I saw Bob Bettman on the 
on the sheet, but I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Okay, guys. You both have talked enough. Okay, now it's our turn. I think it's Julien and me who's going to take over the show. Good. The Jules and Flav show. The Jules and Flav show. So, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Jules and Flav show. We're at the show number 100. And Julia, as you know, uh, these two guys have had so many sportsmen here. But uh, what do we actually know about them? I don't know. I know that one of them was playing rugby. One of them is a squash player. What else do you know? Well, this one dresses like a, you know, a swimmer. Still I think... Told, uh, still, I'm told. Shall we, t- shall we, shall we call him... Uh, everyone to... That's a good idea. Scott, Mr. Baby Shark. You got 20... You got 20 seconds. Tell me something about you. Right, born in Luxembourg, grew up in the UK to Irish parents. I'm still trying to figure it out. Played football as a youngster growing up and rugby. Now play rugby. Maybe going to stop rugby soon. Not sure. Got three lovely kids. Got a fourth one on the way. Got an amazing partner. Uh, Love it in Luxembourg. What's the best thing about Luxembourg? Don't know. It's perfect, isn't it? Perfect. That was good 20 seconds. And I didn't know a lot about you, actually. I'm just waiting for that end part where you said, like, and what's not to like about Luxembourg? I mean, this is paradise. What's the song? Was it by you? Not by Europe, but this is paradise. This place is paradise. Tell it. No, it's sorry. not you two. I no, think you, you might uh, be talking about Coldplay. Para, para. Yeah, that as well. There we go. That as well. Uh, you can, you can Baby find Shark can there. sing. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Shark will show okay. you a couple of tricks, son, huh? Let's go, Nathan. 20 seconds for you. 20 seconds. Born, raised in uh, New Zealand. Come from Wellington, New Zealand. Um, I started off as a uh, little rugby player in the under eights and uh, well, I moved over to found squash. I enjoyed squash a little bit better because it gave me more of an opportunity to travel. So I was uh, up and down the country in New Zealand, over to Australia, um, Asia. Um, and at the, I went to uh, Targo University, which is a sports, uh, let's say a sports university. I was into an institute of sport there actually for a few years. Um, I worked in a squash centre originally in Wellington and then in 2001 I decided that I wanted to come to Europe with no intention to play squash. However, there was a job here at Top Squash in Samweiler and uh, yeah, on the um, on September 11, 2001, I landed in, in, in Heathrow. Well, nice. a bit over 20 seconds, but... Yes, uh, it's yeah. a, it's a, it was good and I heard that Top Squash in Samweiler is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently yeah. you both have played squash together, and uh, Julia was telling me that uh, your level is incredible. I mean, yeah, he told like, me it's it's completely incredible what he's doing. He just crushed me, and if he wanted to, he won 11-0 against me. Yeah, I think you well, you had no one tear of sweat, and I was literally <laughs> finished. <laughs> Let's say. Me on a squash court with Julian would be the same as Jul- uh, me in a swimming pool with Julian. You know, the opposites, obviously. Okay, Julian but... Would destroy, you know, I'm at one end, Julian's at the other end on a squash <laughs> court. I'm, a- <laughs> I'm, on the, yeah, I'm in the middle of the But Julian's honestly, honestly, how good were you? How good were, what was I? When, uh, the Did you do some... I, the best I got was in, in a, at a world level was about 100 and 130, but I only played about two actual PSA tournaments, and they were in New Zealand. And the reason I ret- and the reason I stopped was because it was just it's brut- it's brutal it's very very difficult sport to play. There's no there's not a little, there, there was no money in it. And some good news just came out yesterday in squash, but um, yeah, there's no money on it. And to, and realistically, if I was to get into the top uh, the, the the top 80, which I believe which was realistic, um, I would thought to honestly to myself, I thought so what? That's you know I got 80, so what? I could I could do it, and I believed I'd do it, but I needed to earn money, and I wanted to you know I wanted my own apartment, and I wanted somewhere that was a little bit comfortable, and what better place to come to? 
this is paradise. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, well, 130, that's crazy. I think people don't recognize how we only talk about uh, top 50, top 20, and but I think it's out of the world. It's it's one sport. It's something like in swimming, you have so many different uh, disciplines. disciplines. So it's, yeah, squash, it's one discipline. Yeah. It's like one game, it's like tennis or... Uh, like fencing and I think it's very incredible to be in I think to, even top 20, 250 it's it, that's amazing yeah now you guys were actually fortunate enough to see the yeah. top squash open and, I, yeah. and you both came down and saw yeah. that final okay so that's those guys that was pretty much to, you know you saw rallies there that were the, that were the When when did you stop? When did you stop playing? What age? Well, I'd stopped playing, but when I when I came here, actually, I still played a few leagues. So in squash, you can actually play um, leagues for you can play German like Bundesliga, Italian league. You can play differently anywhere to pick up pick up some cash. So um, I played uh, leagues in, in in London, actually, the Middlesex League. I played uh, in Belgium, the league, and in um, and Germany. I played the league and I've played the league in there. So, but really playing, prof I've never really played professional for money. Okay, but how, how serious was your training? I mean, how, how many times a week did you train? How, how oh, like, it's, let, let's say the, the difficult, oh, the, the difficult, the challenging time was uh, from two, uh, 1996 to, let's say, 2000. And I was training, and I was training hard. Gregory Gaultier, who you saw, he, at that stage, he was like European, uh, or yeah, European under 16 champion, or under 17 champion, under 19 champion. And I was, tra and I was training with him at that, at that time, and that was, yeah. Every, every day, three or four hours a day, I'm guessing, seven days a week. That's okay, of course, That's you have your, because you have your recovery days, particularly after a tournament when you're hurting. Yeah. Very different in New Zealand than it is to here. We have no air conditioning centres. So when you're playing in the middle of winter, your body, it, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. Whereas here, you know, like the, the, the centres, you know, 20 degrees all year round. So it's a lot more comfortable. How is New Zealand? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it over there? Would you go back? Uh, no, I wouldn't go back. It's just too for me. It's just too far away from everything. But do I do I love it? Is it, is it what we see in the pictures? It's beautiful. Is it great to go on a holiday? Damn right it is. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just too, you know like you live there over you know when you're raised there, you, you, we can get on a train and get be in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> we can ro let's rock up to the yeah. we, you know, where do we what options have we got? We've probably got we've got Berlin, Zurich. Malta next yeah. you know we've got, yeah, we London, got options and we yeah, got diversity Rome. we are so so spoiled we're in New Zealand you go for a holiday you take the plane like <laughs> you, you, you fly eight to, hours yeah or you want to go somewhere different maybe three hours and you're in a, three and a half hours you're in Australia you know not same sames obviously but yeah same sames <laughs> let's come back to uh, rugby I want to hear more about where do you want me to start <laughs> let's start let's start with a simple game okay yeah. I have 10 questions for you. Okay. You have two seconds to answer each question. Just bang, just quick fire. Just bang, quick fire. Go on, I love it. Go When on. we're done, we'll talk about why you choose either. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Rich and famous or rich and unknown? Uh, rich and unknown. Movie or series? Movie. Passenger or driver? Driver. Walk or car? Car. <laughs> Attend a party or host a party? Host. Swimming or fencing? <laughs> One, two, three. It's already swimming, more than two. Swimming. Ah, thank you very much. <laughs> rugby seven or regular rugby? Ooh, sevens. Winning by one point yeah, or winning with a high point. score? Say again? Winning by one point or winning with a high score? I'd rather lose by a point than win by a high score. Ah. So next one is easy then. Play and lose or sit on the bench and win? 
Peinlich. Make the winning points or make the defensive defense? <laughs> That is... Oh... What a great You're next, so. Great question. Get the winning points or make a big defensive. Oh, I don't know. Probably a more. Just, like, just a give the question. We'll come back to it. Defensive. defensive. Defensive one. Scrum or kick? Kick. Kick. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Difficult ones. Let's come back well, to the play. difficult ones. Yeah. You said rich and unknown. Yeah. Why? Well, you don't have to worry about anyone, do you? Yeah. Get on with I you. think that's the best. You can go everywhere and no one's yeah. stopping you. I'm still unknown and I'm still not quite rich yet, so... Both <laughs> 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 uh, Movie or series? Is it movie? Yeah, movie. Live and die by movies, mate. Uh, Favourite yeah. movie? 20 past. That's, like, that's, that's like not fair, asking someone what my favorite movie is. You know? Okay, top five. Top five. Got to go. Sure Shot Redemption's <laughs> got to be in Thanks. there. I think Moneyball's got to be in there. Braveheart's probably got to be in there. There's an American football film I love called The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. That's got to be in there. And then if I pick Lord of the Rings, can I all three of them yeah, be one of option? Yeah, yeah, obviously you can, you can, you can. the extended editions, you know. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to Harry Potter and, you know, The Hobbit and all that sort of stuff. Like, uh, just, just, so, yeah. I, should, I should have asked Asked you, you see like, where this is going. <laughs> should have asked you uh, Netflix and chill on the sofa or cinema or something like that. Netflix and sleep. <laughs> uh, see, you have a lot of free time when you watch no, all the movies. There's nothing out at the cinema. Like when all the all the Avengers stuff was coming out, that was good to go to the cinema. But I'm a big fan of the cinema and the pick and mix. But yeah, quite happy to sit on the couch as well. Walk or car? You said car. Car. Like, the easy know, one. That's, uh, who, who picks yeah, walk? Who I, I pick I know, walk. I know, I know uh, public transport's amazing in Luxembourg, but I can't think of anything worse. Having done it through uni and whatever, getting buses and trains everywhere and that, I'll drive everywhere. Imagine you getting to all your, from one place to the other, but you had to get it by, you know, by bus, even if the bus was going every five minutes. It'd be still a nightmare for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Carrying my kit. I had to take the bus way. to go to the marathon. I was like, Where do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> What I is was, a bus? I was happy. I had friends with me. They, like, yeah. could direct me in the road. Some people get so uh, like get so switched onto it. Like, if you you chat to anybody's in London, and you say, "Oh, I need to go to," I don't know, wherever, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, just get a district line to thingy." And I'm like, yeah. "What? Yeah. <laughs> is that enough getting the train from Milton Keynes to London back in the day? Let alone getting around on the underground." I hate getting the bus just to get on the plane. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the worst bus I, I think. That, 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 I can't stand them. I used to get a bus from home over to university in Belfast, and because you obviously have a couple of big bags, it costs a fortune taking them on the plane. One day, my old boy was like, "Yeah, you should. Yeah, there's this overnight bus you can get, and it would leave Milton Keynes at about. I think it would leave at about. I think it would leave at half six in the morning, and it would take twelve hours. Half six in the evening, take twelve hours, and you wake up and you were in Belfast." <laughs> And because it costs about 40 quid, so it's like, what, about 50 euros? And then you just had to lug the bags around and it was like, I was like, oh, I need to go to uni. He's like, well, you booked the bus. Yeah, so that was me. So you did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you had to do it more. <laughs> yeah. But so the, last time, the last time I ever did it, my phone ran out of battery. So I then had to carry, I remember I had to lug my bags up through Milton Keynes and find, you know, the, the, the phones, you put the money in. Obviously, didn't have any money either, being a poor student. <laughs> so, have you ever done a reverse charge? It's cool. Yeah, uh, yes, I have. Well, that, no, no, you look so There's no way he's looked so I know it, I know. I know what it no is. I've done it. So, you like ring up the operator yeah. and you'll say, Hi, can I do a collect call? Which is where they'll ring your yeah. number for you, 
but they'll say, hey, it's such and such. Do you, do you accept a collect call? And they'll say, yeah, it's, so, but they have to pay for it uh. to accept your call. And that's to ring my dad. It's like half six <laughs> in the morning. I was like, can you come pick me up from Milton Keynes? Then you just get that. <sighs> <laughs> it was about an hour late anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My brother was living in London and, yeah. he, and he did the same thing, collect call. And I answered the phone. <laughs> and he said, do you actually just collect call? And I go, where's it from? And he can hear in the background, it's me, it's me. And I go, oh, it's you. Nah. It's <laughs> <laughs> in one of those red phone boxes. <laughs> There's the one, the one we can do. Uh, did you ever, have you ever watched Only Fools and Horses? No? No. no. Oh, boys, you haven't lived. <laughs> There's one in that where... There's, uh, this is when like phone, the phone sort of came in and international calls became big, but they were expensive. And there's one where your man splits up with the woman. And the last thing she does, does is takes the phone and rings the talking clock, which is in America, where it basically goes, it is 12.22 and 23 seconds. It is 12.22 and 24 seconds. Uh-huh. And it just keeps going like that. And it's, yeah, so she basically <laughs> leaves it on for like a whole day. So it costs thousands for the, for the phone call there. Okay, let's come back. Attend party or host a party? Yeah, got to be host. Got to <laughs> yeah. be in charge. Got to be in charge. Tell me, tell me. You Good wanted one. to host a party? Yeah. For all the sportsmen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are I'm, you pl- are still planning to do it? Where yeah. would we do it? Well, I was actually thinking we'd be be a good one. Actually, uh, Julian, you won't you won't be here for it. But on the third, the Cup women's final. Cup final is um, racing against Mama. Shout out! Um, and we're 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 going to see if we can get all our guests to come up. Maybe do a bit of it's fancy a good dress, I- yeah, it's a fancy good I- dress or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good idea. And, and then short and you know, I don't want Julian there. The, the good the good thing is <laughs> if it gets out of hand. It's not my problem, you know? It'd be like, do you know this fe- Never seen that fella in my life. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe that. I think I need a bigger house to host a proper. Need to see what you boys are like first. You need to go for a couple of beers and be like, yes, I'd like to see him again or... Mm, maybe not. No, I'm only messing. I'm only messing. Um, rugby seven or regular rugby? Yeah, rugby sevens is a... Have you played rugby seven? Yeah, I played heaps of sevens, mate. How good were you? It was all right. It's alright, play decent. Play it's more there. physical, right? No, I, I actually would say yes. Sevens is more physical because you've got less people, less people on the ground, so the contacts tend to be a bit more around the breakdown, a bit more intense. Um, I played. There's a there's a circuit in the in the UK called the GB Sevens, which is all the top teams. I played in the first year of that back in the day. Wow, these goggles are. Tight. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, it's okay. You can take yeah. it off. If you're going to, uh, yeah. yeah, little break. If you're if you're watching, um, if, if you're listening to this show, you should really order to watch live because this is uh, this is a classic. Or look at our social uh, social media Instagram because you're going to see uh, a photo of um, uh, our boy. But yeah, back to your sevens question. Uh, sevens fast growing game. You have got a lot of people who transfer over from other sports because there's not as many technical of the rules. Not so physical. Stuff. I mean, the impact is less. Maybe. No, no. I would say it's more because more? Okay. you're you've got more space. So. Yeah. Um, you know your the collisions when they do happen are, are generally quite big. And then, have you had some big collisions? Oh yeah, in your yeah, career? yeah, yeah. Been knocked Tell out. Me about one. Knocked out a couple of times. Knocked recently, out before Christmas. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Just got head caught, um, caught on the wrong side, pff, out like a light, and then tried to. Apparently, I tried to stand up, and then you, yeah, you just topple over. Um, and I had a nasty one about when was it? It's 20, 2014, 2013. So yeah, maybe nearly nine, ten years ago where I got tackled. I was being chased and I got tackled like this and uh, of the guy, big, it was a big guy tackled me. Bang, head into the ground, out cold. Came, I was in an ambulance when I came round, obviously. And then, yes, 
it's, it's, a, it's, it's not a funny one, but with concussion is... Uh, it's no swimming or fencing. Huh? No, it's not <laughs> swimming or fencing. But it, uh, it's, it's, it's part and parcel of it. I wouldn't change anything, but, you know, it's... Uh, if, if someone says, oh, you know, did I get knocked out and stuff? And I'm like, mm, you see, when as soon as you say that, you're like, nah, that, that's four minutes of my life that I'll never get back. You know, that I do not have any idea what happened. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's getting a lot of traction at the moment, isn't it? In a lot of sports, concussion, because nobody knows really what's going on. But yeah, uh, been flattened, played when I went to uni. Um, I got it so hard by a good mate of mine, Dave Bradford. It was uh, actually an Ulster, Ulster in the 20s trial. And I broke through and I looked this way. And then as I went to look this way, he'd come and he hit me here. And I basically did a did a cart, like big cartwheel. And I was like, oh, mate. And you're all over the shop, but it's like that. Oh, I just get up. And uh, yeah, so I got up and running. And even after, he goes, how'd you get up from that? And I'm like, no idea, mate. Just get up. And he's like, it's livid. No, interesting one. Making the winning point or making the descent? Uh... Uh, that's more of a uh, looking at it from the outcome point of view. I think if you if you get the kick, you know, I've missed plenty of kicks, kick plenty of kicks to win games and lose games and stuff like that. You know, it's the nature of the beast. Everybody watching thinks, oh, everyone talks, oh, that's awesome, that's really cool and stuff like that. But amongst your teammates, if you can come up with a big defensive play, which ultimately can win a game, and that's obviously what it's about, you know, if you can... I guess I don't want to say earning the respect to your teammates because that comes over time but when someone comes up with a big play it's almost you could have 100,000 people watching and they're almost all irrelevant to it all aren't they it's mm -hmm. about the guys you're playing with and stuff like that which teams have you played for? Jesus here we go Many? how long have you got well, more clubs in okay let's, let's, let's put it like that what was start. the best team best you played for? Oh, like in terms of results not best team for you in terms of national or international level or, or this stuff um best one that's a hard question even two probably, or three probably my, my second year here actually yeah. um, when we played at RCL when we went up to the first division which was a lot of professional teams and we actually ended up finishing we finished sixth that year and, and stayed in the division which to any, any of the boys who were involved in that to play against these teams and get results was, was huge that was massive they were, they were going a uh, German league was well, certainly better yeah, than it is that, now that was that, good experience um, and then Probably like the best standard I would have played so I would have, uh, you've obviously got the premiership in England so I played in the, the championship but I didn't really play that much like I trained all year probably played only three four times but in the pre-season got to play against you know big teams like Northampton Saints mm -hmm. you know uh, and being a uh, like a Northamptonshire lad that was like a you know to play big against moment. Northampton yeah uh, my first ever game I got to play against a team called Bristol um, down at the Mem you know in front of 5,000 people and stuff like that so that was, that was a lot of fun have you ever been professional have you have you earned some money or, uh, yeah, or could yeah, you no, live from I'll, it no well that, that we had this exact conversation recently uh, a week weeks. and a half ago two weeks ago I, I wouldn't consider myself I, I've, I have been paid to play rugby for very lucky for a lot of my career but I wouldn't consider myself a professional because I didn't make enough money to live from it I probably had one year where I you know probably could have ticked that box but certainly if you're that that's my opinion i know professionally do you get paid for it well that makes you professional no in my eyes you have to be able to uh you know, live yeah. live from what you do for so. sure and if it's only for one year like when you stop doing your sports and you have nothing on the side i and think you have to go and work like everyone else so yeah Uh, I think the misunderstanding between professional and professional, uh, if you're talking about football players, they're a professional. 
Uh, I think a lot of uh, sports are not there yet. Yeah, uh, I, I think you're going to see more of that. I think you're going to see more and more younger professional athletes retiring before they're 30 because you're not earning enough mm-hmm. cheddar. You know, you're not the Messi or you're not the Ronaldo when, or the LeBron James or the, you know, the, the Ian Thorpe or the, the, the Michael Phelps or, you know, whoever it might be. Sorry, Flavio, I don't know any famous fencers, mate. Um, <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's you, you get to that stage where you're like, oh, I'm 28 now. Yeah, I haven't made the, the the cheddar, so stop. I'm 28 almost. <laughs> But this is the point. This is a point. You said, and this is the last last thing before we get back to Nathan. You said you you made you did the university in Belgrade. What did you study? Oh, great, Belfast. Man. Belfast. Sorry, sorry, Belfast. Polar opposite. Same, same. Same. <laughs> I did not. Just to be clear, I did not go to university in Serbia. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to uh, yeah, I went to university in Belfast. Um, I got um through. They, um, yeah, it was obviously I have roots over there, so it was one of the places I applied. Um, I got offered a place, um, and then did did some stuff with the Ulster over there at the under 20 level, and then that, you know, didn't really work. It didn't happen for whatever reason. Not big enough, same old. And then, yeah, I mean, did my two years, then did a placement year, and then final year, and then back to the UK for a bit. So you have a bachelor. Or a master? Yeah, I've, well, I've actually got a PGCE. So I've okay. done my, did my four years, sports science, sport and exercise science. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, a couple of years afterwards, I did my PGCE That's in good. PE. So I think qualified. it's important always to remember that uh, career can be can be short if you're injured or anything happens and it's always important to do something. Well, I think it's a balance, isn't it? I think if you can, I think you can train at the top level, but I think you always need to be mindly that you're only one you're only one bad injury away from it all stopping and stuff like that and it, I think it's different now with the way the medical profession's gone on people can recover you can get operations for everything but you know 20 years ago if you blew out your knee bad ACL pff, you're probably, probably especially gone. in rugby yeah mm. yeah yeah you're high risk All right. I'll be a swimmer, I think. You can talk for a bit now, mate. Uh, because I have <gasps> 10 questions for you Nathan <laughs> go on help me with Nathan it's your help turn me, and this time Jules. you have Three seconds, and we will yeah. talk about it later. Three yeah. seconds. Yeah, you yeah, had two. three seconds. I two. But he, two, yeah, two questions. Seconds. You used like ten. <laughs> okay. On, so, uh, New Zealand or Luxembourg? Luxembourg. Fencing or swimming? Fencing. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. You got a class tattoo. Show us it. Oh, I didn't know that. He's yeah, okay, after, after. that. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back. Mind you, look at him. Cardio weights. Cardio. <laughs> Sorry. Soft or tight strings. Tight. World champion or world record? Oh, I like that one. That's a goodie. Uh, world champion. Big crowd or family and friends? Family and friends. Cheerleader or mascot? Mascot. Speed or currency? Oh, speed. Uh, skill or popularity? Skill. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speed or currency? Difficult one, huh? Yeah. yeah there was But a, I think you, I you need like both. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think no, for like speed. swimming, it would be speed. Be speed. Like, if you're fast, you're fast. Yeah, you don't need really accuracy yeah. in, yeah. but in fencing you need it in, in squash as well. And, and so. squash, squash accuracy is more important, but just speed. Oh, no, If you I, don't I get to the I ball, I wasn't really relating it to actually, and that one in particular, 
to 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 squash. I was just yeah. thinking, yeah, it's just it's just nice to be fast. It's just completely the opposite, and if you get the every... opposite of what I am not. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get every ball and you cannot play it where you want it, you cannot hit it how you want yeah, it. Yeah, actually, uh... well, no, it's accuracy, it's accuracy in your, in your timing of movement, which is m- more you know, like that's why when when we played together, Jules, like the difference was is that I can perceive that ball and and where it's going, so I can. You know, let's say walk or sh- yeah. or, or, or shuffle. Let's yeah. say I was lucky putting it back, and you, know, you just put it again and again and again. And yeah, yeah. I've been there, man. I've been there. <laughs> it's a tough hey, you, one. You, you as a rugby player, player what, what, what would you have chosen? Speed or, or accuracy? Did you accuracy? Yeah, accuracy. Yeah, but I didn't really I, on a on a on a squash. I'm, yeah, on squash. Or, or I'm all accuracy and no and 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 no speed. But it, not just accurate accurate out of the hands and in your in your shot, but just accurate and on timing. You know, we, we were talking uh, when we were at mine oh, before, we were asking ourselves the strings in squash. Mm-hmm. Can they be, as is, is it as in tennis, that they can be stiffer to get very, more speed? Very, very or? much. It's a really good question, but quite technical. But personally, myself, I love them nice and tight when they're really pinging because they get, I get like loads of or loads of control. If they're a little a little bit softer, you get that trampoline effect, which means it'll th- let's say throw it out of the out of the racket a little bit more with a bit more power. But no, I, li- I, li- I like the control. And is I've had pros that let's say I've been using my rackets and they're like how the hell I use this? This is too tight. And normally t- pros have quite quite well, let's say more tighter stringed rackets. But yeah, mine's mine's excessive. You really hear a ping 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 on mine. <laughs> Yeah, love it. I love it. Just the sound of it. it just feels so good. Yeah. Okay, I have an interesting one. The tattoos or piercing? You said tattoos. Yeah. Apparently, you have a tattoo. Yeah. Got a couple of them, haven't you? Couple. Yeah, what? Got it, got it. Yeah. It's so. Should we wait 25 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. You know, misspent youth. You know. Big reveal misspent, coming yeah, up. Reveal Tune coming in to our Instagram had, live. I had piercings. I had two piercings in my eyebrow. Oh Jesus. I had. Uh, two piercings in Do my. Do you have one in, in each one, ear. like this? No, I didn't go. Double. Did you know? No, I didn't have it. I had to. You can even see a little scar there where I had it. And I and when I was in at a target, my hair was down to here. What? Yeah, but I cut it off for the for, for graduation. I thought, you know, come on. Mm. Oh. This is this is perfect mullet or uh, mustache question? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, and the best answer is both, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Valtteri Ribotta style. But, but oh, I'm going. I'm going the good old moulet. I'm, oh. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going for the mullet. Uh, I, unfortunately, I couldn't. Well, I probably could grow one now because I'm a little bit. Yeah. You, I mean, you can tell. You can. You're a lot taller than me, George. You'll be able to look down and tell me if I've got any chance up top. I don't think so, but I think I could probably grow one of these long ones. You know, and oh, have a, it would be nice. Proper. I would go for the mustache. You go for the mustache. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm Italian. Can't. The mustache suits me. <laughs> yes. I am born to have a good <laughs> mustache. <laughs> hey, Mario. <laughs> It's me, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. world champion instead of world record. Yeah, I think in, in squash you can't get world records. Yeah, that one I, re- yeah. I really related to, 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 to squash. That's what that I was question, talking so. to Flavio because yeah. I know the world champion in swimming and I know the world record holder. So and they're both not like the world record holder is not world champion and the world champion is not world record holder. So yeah. and I think both are not 100 percent satisfied. But I would choose yeah. also to be world champion. So you've seen my car or the work car that's got um, the two squash players yeah. on it, Joel and um, and Campilli. Campilli, mate, mate of mine, he's got the world record for hitting the ball the hardest Ooh. at 250 kilometers an hour. That means that off the bat, off the racket, actually, even still, uh, 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 yeah. And there's an if you go look, look on YouTube, you put Cameron Cameron Pilly hits his brother. His brother stands against the Oish. front wall, and his and and Cam throws one up, and 
boshes in one at full pelt. So let's say he wasn't going 250, let's say it was 220k an hour, which is so, you know, significantly softer. And the most impressive thing was that he nailed him like perfectly in the centre of the back. Had it been me, I would have scummed on the air or on the <laughs> hit an ankle or something. But he got him absolutely perfect. And and yeah, you see the you, you see the damage because the ball obviously It's like it's, a pinball. Yeah, or like- well it's, it squashes in and then it and then it and then it goes into a hollow and it obviously draws that that Oh, okay, it's a bit descriptive, yeah. horrible, but yeah, it wasn't nice. It was less fair to say it was it was white. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, but, uh, I had one more question. We didn't have it, but it's for both of you. Would you rather finish fourth, so off the podium, or lose the final like with a huge score? Hmm. Same, same, really. It's different, though, isn't it? Because losing, because like if if you if you try and give it give it a bit more context in. It's not like, um, it, it may be the same for you, but obviously with yourself, Julian, you know, if you get to a final, there's eight, you know, there's, you know, there's kudos in getting to that final in the first place. And yeah, if you finish fourth, it is what it is. Whereas with us, if we finish fourth, it means we probably still got to a semi final to have a chance to get to the final, you know, and then finish yeah. up like my that. Best national, my best national championships in, in New Zealand was, you know, let's, let's say in my in my early 20, 21, 22, I finished fourth. Yeah. Twi- yeah twice. Semi- but, two, but you also... But so you, no, they were quite good results. You know, if, you get, so. if you get to a final, I've been to plenty of finals, I've been humped, it is what it is, you know. And actually a lot of the time, probably with the exception of the rugby this weekend, most of the best matches are semi-finals because it's the, you know, the... You know, we put everything into that semi-final to try and get to the to get to the final, and sometimes run out of puff, don't you? Leader. In the European Championships in fencing last year, there was yeah. a guy. Um, he went to the final, which was great for him. But then, in the final, he lost fifteen to one. So, and the final in fencing is actually the match everyone is watching. No one is watching the semi-final. So, I mean. At, And if you're a fan, so you watch all the matches, but the big news is about the final. Who finished first, who finished second. Even at the Olympic Games, you know the, the Olympic champion, you know who he won against in the final, but you don't know the third place or fourth place. Yeah. So for us, it was like, we'd rather finish off the podium or everyone knows that... I think won. it's different from this, the sport. Like in swimming, as you, like when I'm in the final eight people, you're fourth... I think in swimming, that's pretty good. It's, yeah. pretty, it's incredible. When you're one-on-one, like in, in a combat sport or like... There's one winner and one loser, you know. And in a final, like in swimming, it's eight people. You have one winner and, let's say, seven people who did not win. Uh, so I think it's very sports. Yeah. It's also funny because now you have the let's take the football World Cup for an example, and let's use rugby as well. If you lose the semi final, you then have to play. A third place playoff the week after, and after losing a semi final, they say it's the most demoralizing thing like, to do is what's, play what's, in a fourth what's, playoff. What's the point? You know, almost like what's the point in this game? Obviously, it gen- you know get more fans in, bit more money, but it it doesn't mean anything. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I think personally, I would see that scrapped. I wouldn't make teams play. Do they? Do, I, don't, I don't know if they do it in football. They do. They, they do. do. Yeah, they yeah, do. Football. Third, fourth playoff. So you're down. You know, not get knocked out of a semi. I mean, you can play. You play the young lads, I guess, but then it's. You know, I don't know. I would, I would, something I would see scrapped. Nathan, you said mascot over cheerleader. Yeah. Well, I mean, mascot. I mean, 
Yeah, we, we have I, a mascot here, right? I wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. Baby shark. But, but, but I like. I like. I wouldn't say mascots. I think of all the you know the guys dressed up at the stadiums, having having rumble, uh, having Baby rumbles shark. versus versus the cheerleaders jumping around. I mean, I think we need more cheer. I think we need more cheerleaders. That's for, true. In Luxembourg, we need more. We need more more cheerleaders. That'll bring yeah. people to the game. I, um, I remember a mascot in uh, in Europeans in 2014 in Berlin. It was a drop, a, a, dr a drop of water. Yeah. And it was cool. a huge drop of water, and he was walking around the pool all day long, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't stop laughing. It was yeah, the just, funniest <laughs> drop, like, yeah, for water or something, but it was the best. That's cool. Yeah, no, and I just think of, you know, when you do, when you turn up to games and things, and, and, and you've got all, like, the, the you know, the big bears or whoever it is, and they're dancing, and they're getting the, getting the crowd or getting the fans... Well, hold that thought, Nathan. Um, we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back. And I've put this one on just for you, mate. Is this the one? That is exactly what I was thinking. And that reminds me of Luxembourg. And that's why I call this place home. There you go. So, welcome back to the Let's Talk About Sports show, to the Jules and Flavio show. <laughs> show number 100. So, uh, How are you feeling about this? I think it's pretty great. We have uh, two beautiful guests here and uh, having fun. I've never been called beautiful in my life. <laughs> well, especially right now, me. you're pretty. You're really, really pretty. Um, if you just, well done, if you just switched on the show now, you have to switch on the cameras. Don't just listen to us. Yeah. Look at our baby shark yeah. being the mascot of the day. I've had a few... Um, I've had a, a helmet on a couple of times. I was lucky enough to wear your... I mean, the, the best helmet I've had on has to be... Has to be yours, love. That's Man just, crush. It's just and Chris's so cool. I've had Chris's. Uh, Chris's one. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Oh, of course. Ah, uh, 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 that's good. Um, and I had what was the other? Dylan. Uh, no, didn't I didn't, didn't, didn't bring one. I had the Doodle Launch Steelers. Oh, oh the American football one. The American oh, nice. football one. And then it was actually, yeah, it was actually my wife who texted me and she said, can you actually take it off because we can't hear you? <laughs> so since, we, since we're talking about uh, sportsmen and uh, this is the show number 100, of course, who have you had here and who, I mean, who have you had? We cannot say everyone who you've had, but who was your favorite guest? Well, we're not going to lie. You two have been up there. This is, your, this is your third show. Yeah, it yeah. is. Jules, this is your second one. We've asked right. you a couple of times. He's always busy. He's always going away. He's always yeah, but you <laughs> asked me, like, can you come tonight? I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> So, so like disorganized. I, I think it would be easier if you'd ask us who we wouldn't ask back on. But, oh. <laughs> let's, let's, let's turn it. Let's turn it like that. No. Uh, which no, which shows? People. Which shows were shows where you you still remember or you said okay this was special? Because favorite guests it's maybe not fair, but no, no, yeah. which one did you remember for for what? Mate, there's so many. What is just amazing? If I'm going to generalize it all, yeah. The talent that we have in Luxembourg is massive, and it kills me that I feel that our our government, our Ministry of Sport, our COSL, that they don't realise how much resource of good people in the sporting world we we have, and they're not pulling it together. They're not pulling the strings together. That's what I feel so because the guests that we have have been beep incredible. Yeah. It's just randomly there, the boss has texted me there and I was worried that it was going to be us getting sacked, but no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the text, Sam. Thanks for the text, mate. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, uh, that's, I think, the first time yeah. I hear something uh, as nice as this, like... 
So we're not. So from from Scott and our side, we 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 we're meeting. We're we're, we're bringing these. We're bringing these. Let's say athletes, administrators, t- different. Um, Tessie Tessie Truers is, is one has just come to mind. She produced the uh, documentary Umbal, the, yeah. the about uh, the, the women's, women's, women's history football. on the women's football. I mean. Mm-hmm. That, that's a massive achievement. Yeah. I mean, obvi- uh, unfortunately, on Monday night, Nathan couldn't come with me, so I took a, another colleague of mine, but we went up to the Moyen Mental, uh, the football awards, uh, Dribble d'Or. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, I, what I love about Luxembourg is how um, approachable the vast, vast majority of... Um, Players, let's, let's or say or sports. sports. Let's say you know they're the stars, the sports stars, the, the people who are at the, mm-hmm. at the highest level in Luxembourg. Um or, or competing internationally, and for me, it's uh, I, there's not enough recognition given to the athletes um, from all sports uh, in Luxembourg. You know, be it playing at the bottom level uh, or being at the top level, and actually to to chat to. I mean, the first thing you think about with the footballers is they're you know a bit up themselves, but honestly, they're so approachable. Oh, they're great. Um, we, we, I mean, this all sort of started. The first guy we had on was Philip Boych, who plays for. Place with Doudlange, and then since then it's really gained traction. Well, and, Philip and just... came on and what? He came and show eighty four. Uh, he oh, we have to have a, where did where did Philip go? Eighty seven. Uh, he was. He was eighty seven. So it took us eighty seven shows to get a footballer on. It took. It did take a, a little while. We approached if you didn't get any any, yeah. any feedback, yeah. but but then from there the the ball's rolling, and all of a sudden yeah. you're at Dribble Door on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, and uh, yeah, just just to go and have a chat with these boys and explain that our, I mean, it's, it's when yeah. I people ask me about the show, I always say our goal, you know, it, look, it'd be great to. Well, obviously, we've got two perfect people here. I don't need anybody else here, you know. But like, if you know, if Ronaldo was sat there, it's like, yes, don't get me wrong, someone who's you know a huge profile event. But I, we would always rather talk to the groundsmen or the guys pouring the beers and stuff like that because they're ultimately what make. You know, the sporting this, world tickers yeah, exactly. our phrase, this, isn't it? This, this whole, you'll hear me when we sign off tonight, I'll, I'll say a little blurb on it, but it's the guys who make the amateur world tick because if we didn't have them, you wouldn't be able to do what you do and you wouldn't be where you are either today because you have to start somewhere and then move up from there and I think a lot of the time people forget about all of that. We've talked about the organisation side of stuff, you know, with different organisations I'm not going to chuck them under the bus yet but there's yeah, I've got a lot of, let's say the names of all the guests that we've we've had even just really like uh, 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 Paula Kramer you know the, the yeah, swimmer yeah I mean she I have just, no idea how she does it she blew me out of the water <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. yeah and and again what what shines above any of the athleticism is, is the, the good people you know yeah. when we go to the cinema how many adverts would you expect to see? Where, where l- l- let's say, George, how many adverts have you been on and were at the cinema? Maybe I one? should have been one. One. There's one coming out on the fifth of June. Ah, cool. So uh, <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. I've seen it. <laughs> you just don't. You don't. See, we yeah. don't see athletes. You know, like in, in New Zealand when I was growing up, every, every second ad, 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 every second advert had an All Black or or an, or yeah. a, um, uh, All Black as a rugby player or a netball player. Mm-hmm. Everyone they were they were they had all these sports yeah. people promoting their product. Now we know that. You guys, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure are, are driving around in, in, in lost cars or v, VWs or Audis or Seats or whatever it is, but you're not really. Then I don't know. Yeah. That, New, uh, I'm just gonna say New Zealand, Luxembourg is still not up to the standard mm-hmm. New Zealand was when I left. When I was a kid, looking up to it in yeah. terms of putting putting sport. We're all out there. We're all promoting. We're all selling it. But it's, it's the same with the sports facilities. 
uh, I was in Barcelona for a swimming competition and at the pool they had a wall with everyone who went to Europeans, Worlds, uh, national records, uh, Olympic Games and they were like pictures of like you walked into the pool and you had like the big, know, the big 50, drop downs. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, but like the, the big ones were obviously bigger but you had like 50 people like standing there and like they were proud that they would train in Barcelona and, and be uh, Spanish and And I think as an athlete, it's nice when you go somewhere and people will be like, oh, we're happy you're here. And and, and yeah, and yeah. here in Luxembourg, I don't see any pictures. I don't see in, in the pool. There's no... So you guys are your best, are yeah. best representation of the of the country, right? Sport, yeah, we, we talked about this recently. You asked me the question about Russia being involved. I think was it, it was you, Flavio, that actually asked it. And, you know, I said, like, sport has to unite people and sport brings people together. And our athletes bring, our, internally bring bring Luxembourg together. Yeah. And, but we just don't see it. And I think that the ministry could but it, man up and do something it, about it. It, it. it sort of, you know, go, go back a little bit further. It's, it's the culture as well, because um, where's your hometown swimming club? Dulange. Right. And where's your hometown fencing club? Esch. Esch. Okay. And what do you have in Esch? What's there? For fencing. Hall? Yeah. What is there for fencing there? There's a fencing hall. Yeah. Just a hall. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, and the coach. Right. Okay, and what about for, at the swimming club? What's at the what's what, what's at the pool? Yeah, well, the, water. Yeah, but we have a <laughs> we have a twenty-five. Well, uh, you and me do a game of hangman after this. Yeah. Uh, they just rebuilt the pool, so we have a twenty-five meter pool. Um, we have no fifty meter pool inside. We have one outside. It's open. I think June, July, August. Um, I think so. the point that Baby Shark wants to say is we have every facility, but we don't have the sportsman. Or no, we like no, we like um, we like sometimes uh, training partners. Let's no, no. say like that. Yes, I think. Well, not not so much that. But what I'm trying to get at here is, I'll give you an example. So a friend of mine um, played uh, professionally. Francois Simon, absolute legend, horrible, horrible Frenchman to play against. And he went to. He's from a place in the south of France, and I always pronounce this the wrong way. Mont Montmazon, Montmazon. You pronounce it so horrible that I don't even know yeah. where it is. Mont <laughs> Montmazon. Mont Montmarsan. Ah, uh, Montmarsan. Oui, Montmarsan. Wasn't that bad? God. Say the M. I might have been. I might have been. No, um, so he's from down there. So uh, a couple of years ago, he invited me down uh, to uh, his brother owns a bar down there. So when they do the, you know, the feria down there, the part, week of partying, crazy. Uh, we go down there on the lash and we go into this bar. And this bar, during this time, you only go in there if you have played for the club. And it's like, it's an, I guess it's like an unwritten rule. You know, there's no doorman, there's no bouncers or anything, but you're not stupid enough to go into this place when, uh, you know, if you haven't played for them. The difference is if you're going in with someone and we walk in, yep, and he'd obviously played for them. So we get introduced, but it was like, uh, I don't want to say like a club, but it was like immediate recognition when you walked into this place. Everyone in here knew, even if you'd only played one minute ever for the first team, you were part of of that group and stuff like that. Like, mate, or with all the respect in the world, boys, you could walk into a, another fencing club and your, your, your achievements aren't celebrated or, you know, there aren't pictures of you on the wall. So you miss that. But if you had like a clubhouse, we've talked about this before, if you had a clubhouse with all the memorabilia up in the wall, the same swimming, mm -hmm. you know, uh, up in the bar, in the cafe, world records, you know, whatever people have done, people know that and they start talking about it. Mate, you go into, you go back to UK and you go into any rugby club. Rugby club is where you can go in and, and, and you 
basically are somebody because you can go in there and everybody knows you know even if you only played a little bit you can still go and have a conversation with everybody and that, that's one of the big things we miss yeah. like you know with, the, with we, these sports clubs is we having, have that at top squash I like that's what i do at top squash i have that honors board and if someone says to me, someone says, oh, you know, what? The, what's the good thing about the, the most proud thing I am? I go, look at those on a sport. Look at the corporate yeah. league champions that have been going for 30 years. Look at the, look at the, you know, the guys that we bought, that you've seen this year. And it's just, but it's not just one year. Yeah. If I go like, to Dudelange, I would have to pay entry to swim. Like, <laughs> well, I yeah. know a lot of people. I would have to yeah. call stuff, but I go to the like reception. I think the girl would not know who I am. I mean, to give, give that to come compare, to top, come to top we had, uh, yeah. you have a what's funny, <laughs> what's funny is if you go, if you go to their uh, international competitions, you get the respect there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know yeah. how it's in swimming, but mm-hmm. I come to Luxembourg, of course, in our club, it's different. We have like really nice people there and stuff, but I speak in general, you come there and you're just like, ah, okay, it's Flavio, it's a good fan, so that's it. You go to international club, I go to Torino next week, I will be there and they'll be like, hey, come, come in, come, just please fence with us. This is Gianotte, you know, he's top 100 of the world. Come on, please come to us and fence with us. But where you're saying in Torino, I bet they have a venue which has all the, yeah. you know... The, yeah, they do have it. The honours yeah. board and all yeah, that yeah, sort of thing. It. I mean, even even when... Where, culture, where, right? Yeah, when I, when, I, when I was at school, do you know what I mean? Um, just to finish uh, quickly, my favourite show, obviously being a rugby head, was probably we did a Six Nations promo oh, and we got absolute Ooh. stack of guests on and we all sat them out there and we were basically on 15-minute turnarounds. So we had, obviously, England, France, Italy, Wales and Ireland... Scotsman didn't obviously turn up for that one but just interesting to let people have their bit say while they were in Luxembourg what team they were supporting and just having those boys it's almost like yes it was great to have them in the studio but I would have rather have been out there sitting because they're obviously all chatting beforehand about that yeah. sort of stuff we b- 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 before we uh, push on to the next one we do have to say a couple of uh, a thank you um Anthony Perez, yeah. who has contributed to our show every Sunday Let's for Force News. News, doing the doing the uh, BGL, uh, doing the BGL league, did a great rap for us on the last uh, game Luxembourg versus Portugal. He's been a big part of our, our show, and um, someone Leon Leon Marks, oh, what a legend! Which uh, hopefully we um, our, our, our next little phase can come out soon. So um, which he's involved with a, with a few of them. So yeah, we can't we, we have to say big thank you to those guys. So with all the guests you've had here, so many guests. Uh, Julia and me, we thought about something to give you so that all the guests that came and will come have, have something, something to uh, to remember them. Can we so, open it? Can, yeah. we, can we open Let's it? Let's open it, Scott? yeah. I think you have you so many it, great athletes here and I think in in a few years you're going to have a, a proper... If we don't get uh, sacked. We don't get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> a proper book uh, with a little word from everyone. Um, and I think the, we have oh, to start wow. one day. So okay, so, so for today, those... So today's the day. Yeah. Today's the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, for those who are, are not watching, but just listening. Yeah. If, if you are watching, this is a, uh, a, a beautiful book that, um, that our guests can... Uh, sign. Sign. Can sign. sign. Yeah. The idea about it was with all the guests you had, we were talking about it, it, it's crazy how many good sportsmen of Luxembourg you had. So many that we didn't even know some of them. Yeah. Maybe just from the name. And we said, okay, it's crazy. And you should have a book where everyone can just sign, yeah. write in a word, and, and maybe bring a picture. In a few years, we have an Olympic finalist or world champion, whatever. And like, well, he was here that day on, on show 101 or two or whenever. I think it's, uh, oh, you have to start one day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. 
Welcome. Welcome. Of course, no, we had nice to. Show 100, nice we had Love to give it. them a yeah. gift. Love it. Well, we'll yeah, obviously, so you guys will be the, the first ones to sign in. If you are listening in and you've been on the show, you we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you in for number two and you can uh, you Thanks. can sign the book. Only this from 100, cool. 100 plus. That's what it will be. Very, very cool. <laughs> One Thanks, last guys. question before I guess we can have I to feel stop. My, can I feel my eyes? No, I can't. <laughs> no. What are you most proud of? Of the show? 100. The guests you got, that you got to 100 shows... That you made it to Luxembourg. Uh, that you started it. That that you you start, what are you most the, proud of? The, the, we the, never thought we'd be here. Do, do you know the proudest moment for me with Nathan is we talked about it and then we bought the microphone and we fi actually filmed, recorded the first two podcasts and we were actually afraid to put push, it out in the public domain. Push in. And we didn't put it out for like two weeks or yeah. something and then... I remember we, I can't remember if we filmed the third one and I was just like, right, screw it, it's going out. Yeah, but this should um, be aired on like live yeah, radio. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. well, it, it is live radio. If any of the bosses are listening in, you know. <laughs> no, but yeah, for me, that was taking the big step. And like now, uh, I don't want to ruin it by saying this, but like if you don't want to listen in, don't tune in, you know. <laughs> Nah, and listen to someone we, else you know what I mean yeah we did, didn't think we'd be here but I think we, we went by the Luxembourg model I'm going to come back to this paradise model but we made it happen basically Ooh, we made it happen good. because you We're know like we, went, we hats, went in there actually. there's always people that talk about it but there's actually people that, that you know I've been to the pub we had said this to Scott Been many people go to the pub and they, they, they talk the talk But, you know, yeah. we walk the walk. I'm just looking at the clock. <laughs> Sam, if you're listening in, or Steps, if you're listening in, you can send me an email complaining about us going over Sorry. the hour. Uh, as always, I just want to say a huge thank you to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick. Whatever it is you do, from marking out the football pitches, washing the bibs, sharpening the uh, the sabres, or, <laughs> I don't know, putting chlorine in the swimming pool, whatever <laughs> people do, do you know what I mean? Uh, but as always, you can tune into the regulars tomorrow morning with Sam Steen from six o'clock. You've then got the lunchbox with steps at uh, lunchtime, obviously, 12 o'clock. And then you've got the home stretch with Melissa Dalton from four o'clock. Don't forget about Dave Burrows and his DB3 sessions. And you've also got Sarah Tapp and The Hangover Show. Until then, gents, it's church.